0: You're listening to BeckQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth. From BeckQL. There he it's is true. coming down here. Out to
1: Giannis! Coming Welcome back. Beck UL Daily presented, as always, by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O., Joe G., Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Thursday morning as we get set for the NFL. Last night, a crazy night in the NBA. Giannis wins it against the Hornets, 127-125. Good game there. We'll have a good game tonight in the NFL. Mike Atelier will join us in about 20 minutes to talk Saints-Cowboys. Right now, though, let's talk some Survivor NFL line movement, games we'd like for Week 13. All right, Survivor Pools. We know there's not probably many of our listeners out there that are still in, but if you are still in Survivor Pools, well, you're almost there. You've almost made it to the finish line here. Let's give um our thoughts on on the options for this week. We, at least this week there's some seven point spreads, quite a few of them. Last week it was like it was a week of pickems. I mean, there was just very few big numbers. And I think the biggest one, if I'm if I'm correct, did the biggest number lose last week? Dallas was the biggest favorite.
0: Was it the big um, uh-huh
1: it was one of was them it the biggest
0: it yeah it was it was up there it yeah was up I mean they were past seven yeah yeah it was yeah i think and in it, in it closed actually a little bit higher than that which and they lost you're right you're right it was seven uh the bills one was seven as well which was on thanksgiving right the patriots closed at seven so okay. we had a bunch that were in that touchdown range but uh, outside of those three, like everything else, was four points or fewer. So that's what made it th- the most challenging week by far that we've seen uh, thus far in Survivor.
1: So this week we have seven with the Vikings in Detroit, seven and a half Cardinals uh, against the Bears, eleven bucks Falcons, nine and a half Colts Texans, back up to seven Eagles Jets. Uh, we also have a thirteen Rams Jaguars. Yeah, A nine and a half Chiefs Broncos. So there's a lot of choices this week with touchdown or, or bigger or some spots way bigger. Um, Joe, what are you thinking? I mean, obviously, a lot of the, the teams I mentioned probably have been used already, right? Teams, probably people probably sure. use the Rams or the Bucks. Cardinals may have been used. So it's not just a matter of, of that. It's it's kind of finding the needle in the haystack if you use a lot of these teams already.
0: So I w- I would say we have seven large point spreads. And I'm alive in one pool. I have one spot. And I think it's probably the same for most people. I have one of the one of them available. Um, first, let's look at the three double-digit spreads quickly. I don't think we need to spend time on the Rams. There's been so many opportunities to use them. I wouldn't be worried that they've lost three in a row. It's the largest point spread of the week, and they're at home. They crush bad teams. If you, for some reason, have the Rams, I'd have no issues uh, with using them. Colts on the road, division game. I still think they're going to win. Now, covering the point spread, covering double digits now at some spots, that would concern me a little bit. Uh, Of the big point spreads, if for some reason you still have Tampa Bay available, that one would make me a little queasy. They play close games. They have not been great on the road. They're going to be missing AB now for at least a couple of weeks, they're saying. Um, Good to see that Jamel Dean, who went down to an injury last uh, week in the secondary, uh, one of their cornerbacks, he was practicing yesterday, so he looks to be good to go. That one would concern me just a hair, even though it's a large point spread. Uh, Kansas City, Andy Reid off the bye. ATS, different story. We'll dive into that probably in a few minutes, but I, the Chiefs are going to win. They're going to win that game Okay, against the Broncos. The one that I have available, if you have the Cardinals, use them. You have the Vikings, I'm not concerned. Dalvin Cook is out. They're going to be forced to pass more against the worst secondary in in the National Football League. Use the Vikings if you haven't used them. I've already used them. So the one that I was alluding to is the Eagles. Your Eagles. How do I feel about the Jets? Well, Zach Wilson was terrible last week. So I actually feel all right because you've got Jalen Hurts coming off the worst performance of his entire career, the three interception game. And before that he was looking good, really good. Like, I mean, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. If you look at QBR uh, for a stretch of a month and a half and Zach Wilson took four sacks, he had an ugly interception and only threw for 145 yards. Maybe you, you have some Intel on this. That injury report worried me yesterday. So it wasn't just Hurts. We didn't have Jordan Howard practicing. He's ill, which can mean so many things nowadays. Uh Boston Scott did not practice. Mal Sanders was limited. Devontae did not practice. What's happening with all these offensive weapons?
1: So this has been a Wednesday thing. They haven't had a buy yet. Their buys next week. They're they're in the last week of of a thirteen game stretch. I, I think a lot of that is just nonsense because he's trying to give them a day off. I rest I, rest. Um Howard's banged up. I mean, he missed the last game. He has a knee issue. I think he's 50-50 to play. I'm not sure if he's going to. Miles Sanders re-aggravated the ankle. So this could be a Boston Scott game. I don't think it makes much of a difference. I mean, Sanders is the best. But with the, their offensive line is why they run the football, right? Hurts and the offensive line. That's what they need. As far as Jalen Hurts, I thought it was interesting yesterday. So Sirianni got to the podium and said, hopeful. And then Hurts got to the podium and said, I'm playing. It, like I think he realizes like he's got to yeah. play like he can't miss a game here. He's trying to fight for his job, his career, all that. He's gonna be out there. I don't know what he's gonna look like if he can run like he usually does, but I think they're gonna win on Sunday. It's the Jets and the Jets off a win, right? This isn't like Salah can like rally the troops like we haven't won yet and on on like they just won a game. I think the Eagles win this game. They get to their bye at six and seven and feel like they have a chance still. This is, I feel like, of all the spots to take the Eagles, you took them against the Lions, I think, in one pool. That worked. The Jets, I think it's another good one.
0: And naturally, we're going to talk a lot about Zach Wilson because he's the rookie and he's gone through his struggles. But what we don't talk about with this putrid uh, Jets outfit is the defense. Listen to this. Dead last in the following categories. Defensive DVOA. EPA per play. Points per drive. Explosive pass rate. They're also dead last. They're 30th in yards per drive, 30th in rush DVOA. They can't stop the run. 30th in rush DVOA, and then you have the Eagles, one of the premier rushing attacks in the game. It really does set up for an Eagles win, and it's notable that it went back to seven yesterday once we found out that Hertz was uh, practicing, and he says he's good to go.
1: Yeah, one quick note on the buck, the Bucks Falcons you brought up because I am with you that that's a weird one. It feels like to me Bucks hadn't covered a road game the entire season till last week, and that took at the end. I mean, they needed to score the touchdown with with Fournette that to do lucky. that to the Colts.
0: That was lucky cover. I I was on that minus three. It felt like a lucky cover,
1: and it's a look ahead. They had the Colts last week, tough game. They play the Bills next mm. week, which should be a, a really marquee game. This feels like, couldn't they sleepwalk their way to a, a six-point win in this game? Like, all right, you know, whatever. We're up 14 late, take our foot off the gas, Falcons score again, and and you don't cover. So, I, I would stay away from that one. Uh, and it could be dicey if in the fourth quarter a little bit. So, I don't like this Falcon team, but they did get Cordero, Cordero Patterson back last week. Mm-hmm. And are the Falcons the, the team that everyone respects the least that's still in the playoff race? They're five and six. It feels like they're terrible. They're just like all these other teams.
0: It depends if you're into metrics. I think if you're into metrics, you don't have much faith faith in the right. Falcons. All they have is Patterson um to your Bucks point last week, 21 points off turnovers. that is a lot. Mm-hmm. Is that going to happen again? I mean Matt Ryan's been complete trash this season, but I'm not quite sure that i would uh I would trust this. I don't love the way the, the bucks this is an inflated line. Shouldn't this be inside of double digits? Mm-hmm. It seems yeah. like it I, the bucks. Yeah. Um, something just seems off with the Bucks right now, but I think things look worse for the Falcons. I would be surprised if the Bucks lost this game, but I think the spread is yes. it's, the numbers high. It's way too high.
1: <clears throat> yeah. All right, let's dive into some games we like here. There has been some line movement quickly, then we'll, we'll pick some games out that we want to touch on here. Um, we saw some line movement. Joe, you mentioned it. The Eagles is back to seven. That's been hovering six and a half, seven, a little uncertainty with Joe and Hurts and the injury stuff with the Eagles. The... Mm-hmm. Uh, Cowboy game has now creeped up to five and a half on Fanduel. So from when we started the show, it was at five. Whoa. We're up to five and a half with Dallas for tonight. That's going uh, to six. Other, yeah, it is. Other games, Giants, Dolphins. So now there's there's some confusion on who's going to play quarterback. The report came out two nights ago. Jones was out with a neck strain. And then yesterday, he's like, no, I'm going to practice this week. So maybe it's Daniel Jones. Maybe it's Mike Lennon. Does this feel like those Cardinals weeks where it's like they're, they're living in the middle? The books because – I don't think much of Daniel Jones, but I got to think there's more than a point-and-a-half drop-off from Daniel Jones to Mike Glennon. I mean, Yeah, so bad. we have
0: we have the movement based on the quarterback news, which might be a nothing, but is it going to move back? That's, that's kind of strange to me. Um, we were just talking about Survivor, and I'm sure there are going to be some people that are going to be tempted to go against Glennon in Survivor. I awesome. wouldn't feel all that comfortable about that. And I know they're, they're at home. Miami's won four in a row. But if you have one of those other options, I'd prefer to go there over uh, the Dolphins winning their fifth straight game against the Giants. Daniel Jones has actually been pretty good on the road, ATS-wise. So if he ends up being a go, um, that's, that's a little concerning. I honestly want nothing to do with this game. How about you?
1: Yeah, it's an ugly game. I mean, I, I, yeah. I think Miami, because they've played well, they have some life now. Uh, two has been better. Glennon's might play. Um, the other one, last one, line movement, we're down now. Chiefs now down to nine and a half. So we've come off the double-digit mm. number. I mean, obviously, people are listening to the show. They hear me saying it all week. That number was too high. So we're, out, we're at nine and a half now with the Broncos and the Chiefs. What game do you want to dive into here?
0: Let's talk about that one. Okay. Uh, let's, let's talk about, you know, this is – the the trendy of trend games, right? Because you have Andy Reid. You know all about this from his Eagles days. How great he is off the buy in regular season nineteen and three straight up. But the question is, is this team going to win by double digits? I mean, the, the number isn't all that great um, when you look at ATS. It's good, but not all that great. And what's been the thing that's been happening this year? Teams off the buy have not performed well. They are two eight and one ATS. So also consider teams like Arizona. Uh, coming off the bye. The Chiefs are not covering at home. They haven't covered in general throughout the season, and they're trending up with the defense playing better, and Pat Mahomes is Pat Mahomes without the turnovers, so that's the great version of Pat Mahomes. But they're 4-7 ATS. They are 1-5 in five ATS at Arrowhead because it's inflated. And then we've got that same situation this week with the narrative of Andy Reid coming off the bye. If you want to throw another trendy narrative out there, which doesn't get as much steam as the Andy Reid one, and then we're, sho- we're shocked when he covers time after time, it's Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy on the road, 24-5 and five against the spread. Like That's just so extreme. You've got to take a look at it. In general, there's just always value on Teddy for some reason. They're coming off a big win, so spot-wise, it isn't wonderful. But divisional matchup, I think we'll get back to ten with the Andy Reid stuff later on in the week. Mm-hmm. At double digits, I've I've got to take a look at the Broncos here. Aaron,
1: mm-hmm. hey, what do you think? I about agree. This game? I agree. Um, it, I was looking at Teddy
0: Bridgewater. You know, having a great record as a road underdog, plus the Broncos defense, number nine in the league. Um, they were able to get the job done and contain Justin Herbert. So that would give this team confidence. Um, when it comes to Patrick Mahomes, I like I like the Broncos on the spread.
1: Yeah, yeah. a couple other things the on Broncos. Denver. I mean, the, the Broncos are,
0: are th- tough to figure out, aren't they?
1: Yes, Chiefs are allowing four, over four and a half yards of carry, so you figure Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon keep Mahomes off the field a little bit. And look at the Broncos defense. Other than the Eagles game and seven of those points, remember that was a, a, a Darius Slay return for a touchdown. So the Eagles scored twenty-three offensive points in that game. But look at their defense since around week six. Okay, mm-hmm. so they got torched by a car in the Raiders. Remember that game? You you were, you guys were on it uh, in your contest picks that week. The Raiders, the first game without Gruden, they went to Denver and they won. Since then, they allowed 14 po- uh, 17 points to Cleveland, 10 to Washington, 16 to the Cowboys, 23 to the Eagles because I'm taking away the defensive touchdown, and then last week only 13 to the Chargers. I mean, they've, they've had one game in a month and a half allowing more than... Twenty points. I mean, they've played really well defensively, too, with their two good corners. And I just think this is a closer game. I, I mean, Chiefs probably win this, I don't know, 24-20, 24-16. Like, but that's inside the number. I, I don't think the Chiefs are putting up 35 points this this Sunday.
0: Vic Fangio's defense has been good against the pass. Uh, that's the storyline this season. Yep, They are uh, points per drive. They're number four in the NFL. Uh, pass success rate on defense, they're number seven. They're not stopping the run. That's been the Achilles heel for this team. So what what's the Chiefs game plan going to be with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire coming back uh, before the bye? So he was worked into the offense. Are they going to be a little more run-heavy? Surprisingly, like DVOA, rush success rate, they're top five, top six in the NFL. So that's... Just because it's the Chiefs and Pat Mahomes and the defense is playing better doesn't mean it's got to be, going to be an all aerial attack. If you're going to pick on the Broncos' weakness, maybe they do lean on the run game a little bit more.
1: This doesn't feel like a Sunday night game. It is the Sunday night game. They flexed the, yeah, what the Niners Seahawks out for this. It's yeah. Why? Why Niners well, Seahawks at, though? Oh no. What would That's be gross, the? What's, there's no good choices this week. I mean, the fact <laughs> that Bills Patriots is Monday night locked in. You couldn't use I that. Take
0: the superstar quarterback, I guess.
1: Yeah. It reminds me a couple years ago. What was it was it a Chiefs Bears game on a Sunday night? Yeah, I think it was, was twenty six
0: to six. Yeah, yeah, something like that. It was bad.
1: Yeah, and I kept saying and they, myself, why is this the game?
0: Chiefs could have won by fifty if they wanted to in that one.
1: Yeah, well, once in a while, you gotta you gotta find the needle in the haystack for NBC. They found this one. That'll be our Sunday night game. We'll dive more into the NFL later in the show. And coming up next, Mike D'Antilia is going to join us on college football. With the championship weekend coming up, and the Saints and the Cowboys tonight, that is next. BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook, right here on the BetQL Network. What's up, everybody? Nick Costos here from You Better You Bet, three to seven p.m. Eastern. Download the Free Odyssey app now to watch and listen to the daily tip. BetQL Daily, You Better You Bet, and BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network.